Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host, Melina. I hope you're having an amazing day, whatever day you're listening to this on. I am finally video recording, and it's something that I have been wanting to do for a long time. But your girl kept on putting it off because usually when I record, I record like in my PJs or like I don't do my makeup or my hair. And I really wanted to look really nice for the first video, but obviously I didn't get ready today. Um, I have makeup on but I didn't do my hair, I didn't put lashes on, I didn't get glammed up for this. And I thought to myself, like, my whole thing is being authentic, and this is my authentic self, and I don't look put together all the time. I'm lounging around right now, I've been cleaning in the morning, I ran some errands, and this is who I am. So why am I going to pretend to be someone I'm not? And also, like, I just, I don't know... I cry a lot in my podcast and I might cry today. So watching myself on video cry is different than just crying to the wall. Usually I face that way and I'm only recording audio, so I don't care. But I don't know, there was just a lot to think about and to get comfortable in front of the camera. I remember when I started my podcasting journey, like getting on TikTok and Instagram was so difficult for me. Like, I was so shy. If you go back and you watch, like, the beginning of my TikTok and the beginning of my Instagram, you would never catch me doing silly things. And now, I'm a natural. (laughs) So, we all, we have to start somewhere. And I'm the biggest advocate of telling you guys, like, who cares if you're not a professional at something, but if you want to do it, keep trying and you're going to get better. Just like with podcasting, I wasn't an expert in the beginning. If you go back to my original episodes, like my first episodes, my voice is like quiet and soft. (laughs) So um, things change and you get better with time and I just have to keep practicing and one day I'll be a super good video editor and I'll have a full video podcast and that's the plan so you have to start somewhere so today I decided to give myself that push that I needed because I've been putting this off for way too long first thing I want to cover is last this whole last week it, it was a week let me tell you so it all started with my last episode um Usually, my routine is recording on Sundays, and as I record, I edit my podcast, which works out wonders for me because I don't have to spend time editing, and I just do it all in one take. I used to edit my podcast, upload it, so it's ready for Monday morning at 12 a.m., and then I would listen to it before I went to bed. So that way, I made sure that I edited it correctly and everything was fine and dandy. Well, I got real confident thinking like, no, I got this. I don't have to listen to it again. And when you podcast or you create videos, you get so tired of hearing your voice over and over again every week. I don't have anyone that edits my podcast. I do everything myself. So imagine just listening to yourself all day. Like, no sé, como que no. I uploaded my podcast last week. I didn't listen to it, went to bed. By 6 a.m. when I woke up the next morning, there was about 200 and something listens, like 290 something. And I get this DM from one of my followers on Instagram who was also a listener. And she says, Melina, 
did you mean to burp on your podcast? And right away, my heart just sank. And I said, oh my God, did I forget to edit out something? And I'm like, there's no way that I forgot. Like, I, I could have never. Like, every time I've burped, I, I've cut it off. So I messaged her back and I was like, oh my God, like, what, when, what was I talking about? And it took her a while to respond, which it was like only like five minutes, but it felt like 20 minutes. And I was like freaking out. I busted out my laptop while I'm getting ready for work. And I start listening to my podcast and I'm already like at three, four minutes y nada. And finally I get a DM for her and she says it's at, se at the seven minute mark. So I hop to the seven minute mark And you would think it was this little, like, burp de una señorita, una señora muy decente. No estoy diciendo que las mujeres que hacen burp no son decentes. But, you know, like, I thought it was going to be, like, a pretty quiet burp. No, girl. It was, like, this monstrous burp. And I was mortified. I said, oh, my God. Thank you so much. So right away, I hop on the computer. I start editing it. Editing it. But at, by this point, like, 200-something people had already listened to me burp. How embarrassing. I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe this happened to me. So I uploaded. I'm getting ready for work. My morning's, like, chaotic because of this. So I get to work. And I thought to myself, before I go into work, I'm going to film something to tell everybody that I'm sorry. But then I thought if I do that, then everyone's going to go listen to me burp and it's going to be more embarrassing. So I waited till it was my lunchtime and I finally got on my Instagram story and I said, oh my God, guys, I'm going to quit podcasting because like I burped and I didn't edit it out. It's so embarrassing. And everybody's like, oh my God, don't quit. But you guys, you should know me by now. I'm just being dramatic. <laughs> and I said, I'm not quitting. I'm just kidding. It was just really embarrassing. And everybody keeps messaging me like, it's okay. We're human. At least you didn't fart. Imagine if I would have farted, it would have been all over. But I was embarrassed and thank you guys all for your sweet messages and everybody like that was cracking up saying, oh my God, that was a burp. I thought I heard something and I'm like, girl, I heard it. The whole world heard it. Not the whole world, but like 300, 400 people. And um, I fixed it. Some people kept saying like, oh, it's still there. And at that point I was like, yeah, okay. yeah, like I already embarrassed myself. Just take it. Take it as a loss. And I was embarrassed, so I apologize for not being ladylike, but yo girl, you know, I burp. I'm human. <laughs> so that's how my week started, and it definitely, it was chaotic the whole week. Um, there was another day during the week that I was walking down these stairs, and I just missed a step, and I ate it. I fell, and I thought to myself, like, what is going on? ¿Quién me echó la sal? Because everything just kept going wrong all week. And I was trying to stay positive because I'm a positive girly, but I was losing it. It just, it was so rough. This happened over a matter of three days. And then, to top it off, I, um, I had gotten some cavity, cavity fillings or whatever they're called. They were bothering me and the guy, the, the dentist said, If it bothers you, like, they might need to be shaven down more. And I was like, okay. And sure enough, one day I'm eating breakfast and all of a sudden this pain and I can't eat and it still hurts. And I went to go get it fixed. So that was fun, you know, like just getting the freaking dentist just shaving it down. And I was just like, my mouth hurt. I couldn't eat. So, yes, girls, I was having a rough one, let me tell you. 
And I was trying to be a positive girlie, but la mera verdad, I was just like over it. I was just like sad. I was just like, I want to be the weekend. I'm so over this. Um, and yeah, that's how my whole week had been going. At some point during the week, I was like, you can't let this be you. Like, you're not negative. You need to get like back in track and something's just been going on. <laughs> it's just a lot of stress lately and I was just not feeling like myself and everything just kept going wrong and I was just like being a dramatica, but not dramatica. It's just life gets hard and my life is not perfect. A lot of people tell me like, you're so positive all the time and girl, like I, I try, I try, but lately it's like life is trying me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was a rough week. Um, the burp, it was funny afterwards, but that's how my week started. Very chaotic. I used to do a lot of like stories on my Instagram where I would interact with all my listeners and followers and it was fun because I got to know so many of you like that, but I had just been overwhelmed with like the DMs and not, I'm not saying don't DM me, but it's taking me longer now because I get like, you know, I build relationships with a bunch of you guys where like, hey, amigis, what's up? Or like they'll send me something that reminds them of, of me or like sometimes I talk to some of the girls about reality TV and I just start getting all these DMs and let alone that and my friends, but I stopped doing the stories for a long time because I felt bad because I couldn't interact with everybody. So I decided to do it again. And someone asked me, what's the story behind the hashtag not chili? So I explained the story and some people were like, you're so extra. And someone asked me, they're like, does that mean you're extra? (laughs) And I was like, do I look extra? So just so you guys know, again, to clear the record, (laughs) it's not that I like hate chilies but i don't like chilies and i don't think it's a appropriate day for a 33 year old woman who never goes to chilies and that's just all i'm gonna say about it it's funny to me it's funny to a lot of people i'm not trying to offend anybody by saying that i hate chilies um but it's just not my thing and now i'm gonna go to chilies just to prove a point (laughs) i'm just kidding but i'm not an extra person i just like i treat myself to really nice restaurant not really nice restaurants tampoco tampoco but i treat myself to like good restaurants i'm a foodie so i love going anywhere and chilies just doesn't do it for me i could go to the taco stand down the street and i'll probably have more joy than to go to a chilies i'm just saying it's not about like the price range it's just the food is bland and i don't like it that's it it's that's all (laughs) and it's not an appropriate date and I'm not gonna explain myself anymore but I'm not trying to offend anybody it's just me and I'm not extra girl I drive a 10 year old car I live way below my means and I don't have to explain myself to anybody but I'm just telling you I'll spend money on food and experiences all day you won't catch me spending money on luxury items here and there I do treat myself but that's not what life is about to me life is about experiences so on the weekend I was looking forward to the weekend because my family um my uncle started doing this thing where he invites all of us to go to the jazz festival and it's done at the Hollywood Bowl we're they're big fans of jazz Uh, my cousins and I like we just go for the vibes so we go and last year was really fun we brought ceviche chicken salad drinks and 
you could bring your own food, you could bring your own bottles. So it's a good time. And then the the best part is like, you know, when you go to concerts, like you spend so much money on the freaking drinks and the food. And now you bring your own yelerita, you bring your sunscreen and your jello shots, and it's always a blast. So we went there on Saturday and I was just like, at the end of the week, I said, I cannot wait for this weekend to just spend time with my family. So we went to the Hollywood Bowl. It was a good time. We drank a lot. We ate a lot. Bailamos, cantamos, and we had a good time. So if you're still listening to this, um, I had to stop recording because my camera died and I was trying to figure out what I was gonna do. I ended up looking at the video that I recorded and I didn't like the lighting. So I'm not gonna upload it. I'm sorry, I know, I just contradicted myself, but I need to order better lights because I like it to look better and I am a perfectionist when it comes to my podcast because it means a lot to me and I am contradicting myself again because I burped on my last episode. Anyways, um, we went to the Hollywood Bowl, had a great time. We stayed out there. The next morning I woke up with a slight hangover and I couldn't sleep so that didn't help and I, I had like a headache and I thought to myself like, is it really worth to drink more than the drinks that make me buzz? And every time lately when I've been drinking, I don't feel like it's worth it just because it like messes up my whole day. And I don't know if you've experienced this, but sometimes when I'm hungover, I get really sad. And that definitely happened to me yesterday. And I don't want to blame it on the hangover. I think it was just a mixture of it being Father's Day. Um, We went out to breakfast and I kept seeing everyone with their dads. And just thinking that I don't have that anymore, it made me really sad. So if you're new to the podcast and you haven't gone back to listen to my previous episodes, let me explain my non-existent relationship with my father and why it happened this way. So I grew up being a daddy's girl. I was super close to my dad. We are very similar. We're both very stubborn. Um, We're funny. We're like the comics in our group of friends. And I, I got along with my dad. I was a daddy's girl. My dad was never perfect. He was a typical like Mexican dad that doesn't know how to show emotion because he didn't grow up like honestly no I'm not gonna blame it on how he grew up because my aunts were very affectionate and my dad was just not affectionate I don't know what happened in his childhood he was very never really shared much from what I remember I do have a terrible memory as well but he never really opened up to any like traumas or anything like that my dad wasn't like that um he was very he he showed love in his own way he was affectionate but not like super affectionate like I get the affection from my mom and I'm very affectionate myself but um, my dad was kind of cold even his sisters would always be like hug me tighter because he would just give him like a little tap on the shoulder you know the typical Mexican dad hug and I'm not saying all Mexican dads are like that but a lot of them are like that I had my dad in my life I had a relationship with my dad until I was about 28. Um, It started getting rocky when I turned 17. Um, My dad had a gambling addiction that soon developed into a drug addiction. And we found that out as a family. Like, he confessed to us. Um, Actually, no, he didn't confess to us. He lied to us. And then finally it came out. And little by little, things just unraveled. And I grew up in 
a family where there has been many people that struggle with drug addiction. So it wasn't something new to me. Even at 17, I had been experienced. I've seen it firsthand. I've seen what it does to people's lives. And I was very afraid that the same thing was going to happen to my dad. And for the longest time, uh, us as a family whole, like we kept it a pretty big secret in my family. Um, no one understood why uh, my dad acted the way they acted. Only like my siblings. Um, I don't think my little sister knew at the time. Uh, my brother knew, my mom knew, and I. So it was like a big family secret. And it just kept getting worse by the years. And the more we tried to, like, get him help, he didn't want it. And at first, it was something that it was kind of like, you know, when someone gets drunk and is just occasional. And it became like a daily thing. And my life was a blur from the time I was 17 to the time I was, like, 23. I was trying to survive. I was trying to go to college. I was trying to pretend like everything was okay. And it caused a lot of problems between my mom and I. Obviously, my dad and I had a rocky relationship between my siblings because we would get mad at each other. And it was just very chaotic. And finally, like, little by little, it just started coming out. And we just couldn't keep it in our family for much longer. And it was affecting us so bad, all of us. And... Finally, like, we, I think I was the one that finally told, like, the rest of my family members and everybody started understanding and it just got to the point where we couldn't keep it a secret anymore. And it's a lot of pressure for someone to grow up in a household like that. So if you grow up like that, I know you get me. Growing up in, like, a Latino household, we always try to keep everything, like, inside. Like, we don't talk about things. And that's why I started this podcast, because to speak of the unspoken. And I have a lot that I kept in me that was affecting me, and no one understood why. But when I finally, like, opened up, everybody was like, oh my gosh, you were going through this? I'm so sorry. Like, now I get why you're so angry and why you act the way you act. Because I, I would be rude. I'd make rude comments. And then I remember my uncle would be like, don't talk about your dad like that. And I'm like, you don't understand. And finally, when I told everybody, everybody was like, like, wow, that's all what you guys been going through. So at some point, um, we l- kind of lost hope and basically gave my dad an ultimatum. And I Father's Day hurts more, not only because I don't have a relationship with my dad, because the last Father's Day that I attempted, you know, he's still my dad and I love him. But the last Father's Day that I gave him a gift he didn't appreciate it and it was so hard like I remember how hard I cried when he I gave him his gift and I I was really like at that point my siblings were no longer talking to him but I would still see him and I tried I tried really hard to just keep a relationship because he was my dad he is my dad and I remember the father's day one year I can't even remember what year it was it was like five six years ago and I remember giving him a gift I went to Burlington I got him like some shirts a hat and I gave it to him and that day we had a disagreement and he got mad at me so he like tossed the gift back out from his room to me and I'll never forget how that made me feel 
And I think that was the last time. That's when I realized that our relationship was over. I couldn't handle being hurt anymore. It was just like, I was trying so hard to keep a relationship. Because, you know, the pressure of like, that's still your dad. Like, even though, like, I understood that addiction makes you do things that you have no control over. Um, Drugs take over your body. And I just, I wanted to keep it cool with him, but I just couldn't anymore. And that's why I think Father's Day is so difficult for me. So yesterday, once we got back from eating, we got back to my uncle's, unloaded our cars. We hung out there for a little bit and then we came home and we were so tired, my mom and I. So we're kind of like trying to nap. And I said, I'm going to record the podcast because I know that someone else is feeling sad today. And I just started spiraling. Um, I was looking at pictures of my dad and I. And I just got really emotional and I just couldn't get myself to get off my bed and like record a podcast. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to feel the feels like it's fine. Like the podcast can wait. And I made a video um, sharing a little bit about like that how Father's Day is hard. A lot of people related to it. And I felt like, wow, like I'm not alone. A lot of people go through this and it sucks. It really sucks because my dad's out there. And I don't know, I'm I'm hoping he's okay. Like, the last um, I heard was, like, a happy birthday from him. But I never responded just because I know that, you know, like, it's just hard for me. It's complicated. No one needs to understand it. So if you have also gone through this or are going through this, like, you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. But the reason I do this is so people don't feel alone because I felt alone for so long. Because it's not something people are like, oh, hey, I don't have, like, I joke around with my friends about having daddy issues and stuff like that. And I'm going to do an episode about that. Today is not the day because I already cried enough. But I joke around my, like, not having a dad. It's the way I cope with my trauma. Maybe it's not the healthiest, but it's what my friends and I do. And that's just the dark humor that we have. But it, it was a really tough day. And I just want to record this episode just to tell you that the father wound is always going to be there. Like, you could choose not to have a relationship with your father for your own good. And that's what I did. I tried to save him for so long. I tried to get, make him go to rehab. At some point, I basically gave him an ultimatum. I said, it's going to be having a relationship with me or having a relationship with drugs. And he chose drugs and it hurts. And I know that's not the dad that I knew. I know that that person, he's he's changed. He's a completely different person. I, I accept that. Um, do I have hope that one day he gets better? Yeah. Um, but it's not like, oh my God. Like I kind of feel like, not that I lost hope, but like, 90 something percent of me says that that's just gonna be his lifestyle and that's unfortunate but like I can't do anything about it and it sucks it sucks to love someone from afar when you care about them but they've hurt you so much emotionally and although like it sucks not having my dad in my life like letting go of that relationship changed my life a lot um I'm obviously like I still have the normal stresses but I just the stress that came with trying to save someone with addiction um was very difficult especially like going to college and navigating like getting a career and all that like nothing ever brought me joy um because something always ruined it 
like when I used to have a relationship with my dad, we would get in fights often about money, about the addiction. And it just became something that I could no longer do. Emotionally, I was exhausted. I went to therapy and the therapist told me that it's not your responsibility to fix your dad. And finally it clicked that it wasn't. And I was trying so hard. We were all trying, my siblings, my mom, like we've been through a lot. So although Father's Day is difficult, I rather have one very, very difficult holiday rather than every day be difficult. And that sounds really harsh and no one gets it unless you are going through it. And a lot of people have told me before, like, that's still your dad. And yeah, it's still my dad, but I'm still his daughter and he hurt me a lot. And I just, I have to choose myself because if I keep choosing him and he keeps choosing the drugs, like, what's going to happen to me? So I decided to end that relationship and Father's Day will always be hard. The holidays will always be hard. Sometimes I see men that look like him and I'm like, is that him? And I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in years. I know he's okay because I know people have seen him. So he's alive. He's out there. Um, But I just have bad memories with Father's Day and that's why it's difficult. And for me, when I see someone having a relationship with their dad, it's like I'm never gonna know what that's like again so although like I did have I am fortunate enough to have had my dad for a lot of years um probably the first 17 years of my life were really good but the last years that he was in my life they were a nightmare no one's gonna get it unless you're going through it so you're not alone your feelings are valid You're allowed to mourn however you want because no one teaches you how to mourn someone that's alive. And I'm not diminishing losing your dad, like, where he goes to heaven, but it's hard. I'm sure they're both hard. It's just a different type of hurt. Um, I did this for myself and you can do it for yourself too. And people are going to try to make you feel like oh you shouldn't feel sad it's better that he's not in your life but I'm allowed to both be sad and happy at the same time um it's a hard feeling like you can't explain it to anybody it comes in waves some days I'm fine and I always say like wow what had my life been if I would have ended this relationship sooner I would have had peace sooner And it's sad because you think about it and it's like, wow, that's your parent, like, that you feel that way. But that's how much damage was done, um, continuing to try to save him, you know? And the father wound's always going to be there. You just have to, like, feel it. You have to allow yourself to cry, allow yourself to grieve however you want to. And like I said, for the millionth time, no one's going to get it. Only you will understand what makes you feel better. If you want to cry it out, cry it out, girl. I did. I still cry right now. But I do cherish a lot of good memories. My dad and I were little comedians and we had a good relationship at some point like I said he was not the perfect dad but nobody's perfect I'm not perfect and it's just addiction took over and it sucks it really sucks but I thought my father's day was gonna be different this year but I don't know like I said it was it me being hungover and sad or it's just it hits me and a lot of things have been 
hitting my emotions lately. And I was talking to my friend and I was sharing how lately I've been just feeling the feels and I feel like feeling the feels and I feel like that sounds funny. I feel like I've kept busy for so long, right? When I was going to college, I was trying to maintain a relationship with my dad, trying to like fix everything, trying to parent my parent. And it it was hard, but I was so focused on other things. Then I was in that relationship and I was focused on that. And finally, like I am at peace in my home. I have a peaceful home and I am able to just relax and not do everything like I used to. I used to keep busy. I was just trying to survive. And now I'm just sitting here like feeling all the emotions. And I I don't think I've ever allowed myself to feel because I've kept so busy till the last two years where I actually have felt everything. And I think I numb myself so much the past years because I was just trying to get out of those situations from being having that relationship with my dad, having that um, six-year relationship that I left, that I didn't allow myself to process the emotions and they're finally processing. This year, like, everything just hit me. Like, after my birthday, like, I've just been, like, really reflecting on a lot. And I think this is just, like, a time of change for me and growth. And I know that me talking about this helps me so much because like keeping it inside doesn't help and I always advocate and tell you guys like talk about your feelings with your friends and it's hard it's really hard but like these feelings I don't know they just like came out of nowhere (laughs) and I think that like I said like I just haven't been able to keep my mind busy anymore um I haven't been dating I haven't done anything so I haven't had you know, that something else occupied my mind. And now that I'm kind of like, I don't have anything else going on besides the podcast and work and like my family, I'm like feeling like everything at once. And I, even though it's a lot, like I'm appreciative that I'm able to talk about my emotions and I'm able to let it all out because I, I guess I was just like keeping it inside for a long time. And lately like I've just been real emotional but it's probably the stress too (laughs) and I don't know what the purpose of this episode the purpose of this episode is just to tell you that the father wound is always going to be there no one nadie te va a quitar ese dolor y tú lloras tú haz lo que tú tienes que hacer like do whatever you need to do to heal yourself um it's siempre ver un hueco like it's always gonna be that wound that emptiness in your heart and you could feel however you want to and you don't have to explain yourself to nobody and you're not alone and if you are going through this i send you a big hug and if you're not going through this you're so lucky (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) but i send you a hug i send you my love i understand you i get you and whatever you're going through this could happen like with your father with your brother with your sister like anybody maybe your husband your boyfriend it's hard it's hard having a wound and then when the holidays come like like mother's day father's day or even christmas or thanksgiving they hit harder, especially, like, with social media, you see everybody's dads, and and I'm sure, like, Mother's Day was difficult for some people, and it was, like, nice for me, because I have a really good relationship for my mom, and I feel for you guys, because I might not, not know what it's like to have a mother wound, but I know what it's like to have a father wound, and just, like, everybody has their problems, um, you're, 
you're not the only one that has them. So if this episode make you made, if this episode just makes you feel less alone, I did my job here. And this is the reason why I didn't record yesterday because I was a hot mess. I didn't even I couldn't even talk. Like I was like <laughs> when I was making the video and it was nice to see pictures of my dad and I. It was like bittersweet. Like um it makes me happy to see pictures of us, but it all that I have those memories and I'm grateful for those memories. But it also makes me sad because I remember of all the bad times and especially that Father's Day when he returned my gift was like the one that just like hits home more than anything. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of me trauma dumping and telling you how horrible my week was. <laughs> Pero you know what? No pasa nada. This week's a fresh new week. I am starting it with a better attitude. And everything happens for a reason. I, I believe in that truly. I hope that your week is better. And I hope that my week is better as well. I'll talk to you guys soon. And hopefully next time I can get this video podcast going. Because ya me enfade de oírme que I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Y no hago nada. <laughs> oh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me at Unbreakable Latina on TikTok, on Instagram. Subscribe to my YouTube. I only need like 50 more um, followers on YouTube and I need to upload all the podcasts too. But I need 50 to qualify for like a creator program. So please follow me and subscribe on YouTube. I promise you won't be disappointed. At some point, a girl is going to get it together. Have a wonderful week. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. <laughs>